You can't make this stuff up. I had no idea Jenny was singing or what she was <coughs> singing about. And she sure didn't know what I was going to talk about. But that song, it just fits like a glove about what I was going to talk about. You were with me when the sun was shining. You were in it after all. It's going it's to fit perfectly. How the Lord works is amazing. Please pray for Sherry. She's got a bad migraine, hi dear. And uh, horrible uh, headache as well. Migraine and nausea. Let's just open in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for that beautiful song. Lord, you, we thank you that you are in it with us no matter what we are going through to the end. And there's a, a saying with, in sports and everything else, we're in it to win it. And if we're in it, Lord, with you, we win it. Um, we pray for this message now today, Lord. We pray for the people watching. And we just pray for our country. We pray for this uh, uptick and all these variants that people could get vaccinated and this um, be able to squash this uh, virus at some point. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> we live, as you know, in a, <clears throat> in a very dark world. <clears throat> in addition to the array of crimes we read about every day, <clears throat> that's a constant we're starting to see just senseless things happening for no purpose. People risking their whole future doing the craziest things. <clears throat> In Rhode Island, a group of ATVs, all-terrain vehicles, they were to signal light and they surrounded a, a vehicle. And some road bikes were in there and then the vehicle was surrounded. The light changed green twice and nobody would move. So this woman probably did what anybody else would do. She honked her horn. So a group of them got out of their ATVs, went up, dragged her out of the, uh, her vehicle and beat her and dragged her around. Only one, was, one arrest was made. What's the purpose of that? Senseless. Useless. In New York the other day, and you, you've probably seen it, it's right on CCTV, right in the middle of an intersection, woman woman walks up to another woman, shoots her right in the head. Unbelievable, totally useless. That was the end of those bullet points until I was driving home last week, right after church, uh, 12 o'clock, 680 south at Bollinger. Got plenty of room in front of me, 60 to 65. This guy comes on my left, doing must have been 80 or 90. He cuts over, hits my left front with his right rear, car swerves a little. <clears throat> and then I'm looking. I got two letters of the plate. I go, what is going on here? And then before I knew it, another one right behind him, just as fast. And you could see him going down towards Dublin through all the lanes, just racing, completely insanity. Could have caused, I could have got killed. Um, and then they veer off and go up 580 towards uh, Livermore. Called the CHP dispatch later and got an incident number. But she goes, oh, I hate when these guys do that. So it's just kind of a, a thing to do, just race on the freeway, senseless, high risk. And I could have got killed. 
It's so dark out there and everything is upside down. <clears throat> As you know, and you um, homeschooler teachers know, what's right is now wrong in the world and what's wrong is now criticized and right. And they're changing things, what gets taught in school. Um, they're praising stuff that is totally not in Scripture, there, but they're praising the exact opposite of God's uh, God's word. Everything's upside down, not in just the United States, in the, in the whole world. And it's so dark. And I know there's a lot of campers here. I know a group just camped recently in the Sierras. It's, it's beautiful up there. And at night, it's so dark, you can barely see your hand in front of your face. You need some kind of light source up there. You have to see where you're going. You can slip, tumble, fall. It's so dangerous. And this place in here, we won't do it for safety reasons, but this place gets really dark if you turn everything off. But all you can see is a few LEDs in here and the exit signs. But you need something like this in the Sierras, in a very dark place. And this thing's kind of of a cool, uh, it's a solar light, actually. And it draws its charge from the sun. And isn't that like us? If I put this in the closet for a month, it won't be on because it's not getting charged continually. Like every day it needs that charge from the sun. Just as we need our charge from the sun, not in the sky, but the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And that's kind of my title today, is our light source. We need to stay in contact with him constantly, get charged up, or we're going to go dark. I just read today how so many people are leaving the churches. And you see it during the pandemic, you know. A lot of services are not being conducted. People are leaving. You know, you you wax cold and you leave and they leave the light source. And that is very, very dangerous. Without him, we're in the dark. Second Samuel 22, 29. Says, you, Lord, are my lamp. O Lord, the Lord turns my darkness into light. The author describes how the Lord takes him from a dark place and brings him to a light place. The Lord, again, is the believer's light source. And he admits, the author admits it, he gets in, he has dark days. It's not, not going to be in the light every single second of every day. We're going to have our dark times. But the solution is to go back and turn to the Lord, get recharged from that light source. We even have a saying, it's called being in the dark. And there's so many people in the dark out there. And what it means is, if you're in the dark, you're clueless. You don't know what's going on around you. You're unaware. You're just in the dark. Not any place for a Christian to be. When we stay with the word, we're not going to be in the dark. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. And like this, this lamp, if you have it at your feet, it shows the immediate um, path you're going to be going on, whether it's rocky, uh, smooth, off to the left, off to the right. 
It shows us where to go step by step as his word does. It's not, you know, a searchlight that they show you see him sometimes going up in the sky, which shows for miles. His his word is a lamp. It's not a searchlight. We, we're not supposed to see where we're going in a year or two or down the road. What's going to happen to me uh, in the next few months? He just shows us one step at a time, as Bill McDonald's commentary says, one one day at a time. And tomorrow certainly has enough trouble on its own without us worrying about tomorrow. We no need to rush that. Our goal sometimes is to get, we like to get there quick. We want to get things over with, you know, zoom through, see the end, make the end happen. And that's where we can run into trouble is when we try to make the end we want happen. And that you read it in scripture a lot where in the Old Testament where these people wanted to make it happen and they paid a price. He wants to go at his pace, not our pace. In 1 John 1, 5 through 7, this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Written, spoke, spoken by Jesus, written by John. He is complete light. There is not a bit of darkness in Jesus. And when we get saved, then we're walking in the light. It's interesting because most of you, and me included, probably think, I'm not that bad. You know, we're not that bad before we're saved. We may be a few warts, but it can't be as bad as this person over here. But when we're walking in the light, we see a whole different side of ourselves. What we thought was okay, things we were doing, we realize now that we were on the we were on the dark side and controlled by the ruler of darkness. So we know who that was. That was Satan. But the light overwhelms the darkness. The darkness can't overwhelm the light. It doesn't. It just can't do it because the light is brighter and it eliminates the darkness. So what is he exposes? What is hidden? The flaws, the sins. And the ugly and grain bad habits that we all we all had, I'm sure. I don't like to admit this. It wasn't much fun, but I did a lot of painting when I was younger. Nobody likes to paint, really. Uh, painted some houses, did that for a, a couple of a uh, couple of years. And what makes a good job paint job is coverage. That's the main thing. And you don't want any sags or runs, of course, but you want coverage. And. As I got older, I'd paint. Well, that looks good. And I realized my eyes were starting to go bad, and I started to put on glasses and, and go ahead and roll a, roll a coat of paint on in a room, and you look pretty good. Then put on your glasses, and you see speckles all through it. It was illuminated to me that it needed another coat, and the glasses brought out the imperfections in that paint job. And that's what the Lord exposes, how he exposes us. We look at ourselves and we go, wow, we have, you know, sins here, imperfections. We got to, we got to uh, 
definitely clean that up. As it says in Job 12:22, he reveals the deep things of darkness and brings deep shadows into the light. Another version says, brings utter darkness into the light. So what he's doing is he, bring, he brings that forward. And what's, it hurts, but what's great about that is it gives us a chance to see it where we, where we were and where we are when we're in the light. And we have to get rid of those sins. We don't say, well, I'm saved, but we got to, you know, no, this one there nobody knows about. But they all should be brought into the light. Best to confess them and don't go there anymore. And when we're in the light, we want to stay in the light. Walk in the light with him, not in the dark again where we could trip, stumble, and fall. Stay close to the illuminated path that the lamp, which is Jesus Christ, exposes. He keeps us on the right path, step by step. You know... uh, Where's Gilbert? Gilbert's here. I know Gilbert was involved in this. Um, Recently, a tragic story in uh, Pleasanton. There's a trail that goes from Sunol all the way up to 580. It's called the Pleasanton Ridge. I've walked portions of it many times. It's very wide. It's almost like a, a fire road, very clearly marked. And this man was very experienced, a young man. He was an ultra-marathoner, and he went on a run, Philip Krychek. He started at the, I think, the uh, Pleasanton side, not the Sunol side. And I know Michael and Gilbert ride there a lot. I'm sure others, many of others of you have, have been on there, too. And he went missing. And for two weeks, they had a massive manhunt. I mean, some were 24 hours a day with helicopters. And dogs and the and the whole thing. And sadly, after three weeks, his body was located 200 yards off the trail. And his remains were found in a ravine. And that trail, no matter what end you start with, it'll be well marked. And you go lying and you'll see um, little small trails where people have going and take a shortcut. The trail might be a switchback and people will go down here. And, and he may, we don't know what happened, but he may have got off of one of the smaller uh, trails, may have fallen. We don't, we don't know. But his parents, he left behind two young children and his, and his, uh, his young wife, but his parents hit the nail on the head. They said, <clears throat> It's so easy for something to go wrong. It wasn't that particularly dangerous when he first went out. It did get warm in the afternoon. But biblically, he said, but one wrong instance led him down the wrong path. And that's just like our lives. We can be on that that trail doing perfect, but we make one turn and that can lead to another. And it can be very dangerous. He went on his own path. It could seem like nothing's wrong. Just, oh, this time it's okay. But it can lead to disaster. And I I know I can be a little blunt sometimes. And I like the way some of these proverbs are kind of blunt. But this one, it fits perfect. It hits the nail on the head. It's Proverbs 6.28. Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? And that's true. Once we get off that path, we're going to get burned. There's hot coals everywhere in this in this world. 
And we're going to get burned if we stray away from the light. And we know, we say, oh, we'll go over there. It's faster, better, but that's not the way to go. And we know from many lessons that Christ's path oftentimes has curves, valleys, hills, long time, detours, the whole thing. But that's kind of like the song Jenny sang, that beautiful song. When we go through all that stuff, he's with us the whole time, and we learn from those things. You're not going to learn anything just going from point A to point B without experiencing anything. When we go faster than he wants us to go, we are at risk. And as we're walking in the light, in a dark world, we should display our walk and our light to other people. There should be some kind of evidence or we're just going to look and sound like everybody else out there. He says, be as light as Jesus is light. Don't have your light under your lamp under a bed. What, what good is that going to do? That's not going to benefit anybody. We should be an influence, a light for Jesus, no matter where we are. You know, work, home, sports, school, whatever your hobbies are. I know when the, we have a bunch of guys that golf, a bunch of the brothers, we always pray before we golf. Uh, even if we're playing with it, you know, somebody that's not, they, they just tacked on to our threesome, they'll hear that and they'll say, oh, these guys are different. And sometimes it, it cools their jokes. Some of the jokes those golfers have are pretty crusty, but not when we pray beforehand like that. And we're, we're different when we're walking in the light. Just a few. You guys know these. We don't watch the same shows. Um, we normally a 49ers play Sunday morning. We don't watch, skip a meeting to watch the 49ers. We, we tape it and watch it later. Uh, we don't drink the same drinks. We don't look at the same web pages. And we don't tell the same jokes. We're different and it should be obvious. And this is as we are here today. We attend the meeting, usually meetings, but now we only have one and the rest we have Zoom and things like that. And we're separate. And the Bible tells us that. Separate from them. Mixing with unbelievers, we know in the word, it's not the thing to do. It's dangerous. It's like mixing oil and water. They just don't mix. And I know uh, Sung has a pool now. You'll learn all about pool chemistry. But I do the balancing on my pool it sounds easy. You put the chlorine in and you put the acid in. You get the pH the same as your skin. But if you take those two and just put them together, it produces a deadly gas that can actually kill you. So you can't transport them in the same container. You have to... Sonny's an expert in this, what to mix and not mix. Uh, so we're not to mix with unbelievers like that. Get out of that wrong crowd. And something's wrong if if a believer does not want to fellowship with other believers. That's not showing evidence of walking in the light. And remember the verse said, um, when we're walk, first we have to walk with the Lord and fellowship with the Lord before we can fellowship as we're doing today with believers. And another benefit of walking in the light, the verse says, our sins are being purified by what? You know what? By the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen.
we have a common, all of us have a common bond, and it's great to have that. We're encur- we encourage each other. It's been, you know, it's been a long year and a half, and it's not going away anytime soon is the way it's going. So we have to keep encouraging each other. Remember who we're walking with, the creator of the universe, the almighty God, and it's, it's a much better life with a great future. And we know the end, no matter what we're going through now, the end is going to be fantastic for all believers. And our priorities, he's our hope. We've got to remember, Jesus is our hope. He is our priority. We've learned a whole new dictionary in this last year and a half. We've got COVID, COVID plus now. Now, it's so new, it's not even in my notes. It's called, I think it's Lambda. It's another variant, which is in these new ones are getting stronger, more powerful, and easier to spread, easier to catch. So... Did anybody know what social distancing was 18 months ago? That came out of Dr. Fauci the first day. Uh, and we're all, we're all tired of the mask. We're tired when you wear them. You can't talk for 10 seconds without fogging up your glasses. And then you're breathing your own hot breath when you got the thing on. We're all just tired of all that stuff. Some people... Think of it as a hopeless situation, but it will go away, as Jenny's saying. We're in it. He's in it with us in all this. we got to keep praying that this thing ends someday, keep our hope in him, walking in the light. And we have, like the jars of clay, famous band, um, we're the jars of clay. We have this hidden treasure in, inside us, which is Jesus Christ. He builds our hope continually as we, as the song says, as we walk in the Lord, in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. He strengthens us when we walk with him. When we walk by ourselves, we're not by ourselves. He's with us as we walk. And think about where you've come from, where he brought us from, the darkness, and he took us into his kingdom, the kingdom of light. There is no greater transformation than that. There's, he's the only one that could get us out of that uh, dominion of Satan, the dominion of darkness. We, can't, we couldn't do that on our, on our own. In Colossians 1, 12 through 14, it says, Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves, in whom we have the redemption, the forgiveness of sins. That is amazing. Tay and Jeff and Colin were down the other day swimming and very hot, as you know, lately. And insects like the pool too, and they go in, could go in and go up, take a little water, and then they'll go on their way, bees and such. But the Murrays all love insects. We had a floaty in there, you know, those styrofoam things, and there was a big thing on the end of it. Normally, if they weren't there, I would have got it and flicked it into the uh, green waste bin because it looked to me like it was dead. 
But Taylor went up to it and it was, she saw signs of life and I think she was trying to make his wings go. It couldn't, the wings couldn't move because they were watered down and he wasn't moving his feet. So Jeff said, uh, get a Q-tip with some honey. So I did that and I gave it to Taylor and Taylor's feeding this bee. It was a huge bee and they know the names of all these bees. I just thought it was a bee. It was some kind of, I don't know if it was a carpenter bee or something, but Taylor's feeding this bee and it's moving a little more and showing signs of life. And within a couple minutes, it was, she gets it and puts it on a crepe myrtle bed of the flowers. And then shortly thereafter, it's flying all over the back, the backyard. They rescued that bee from certain death, like Christ did for all of us. That bee, if they weren't there, especially if I was there, it would have been a goner. But, <laughs> and that's what Christ did for it. We were doomed. We're going down the drain in that dominion of darkness. If he didn't come along and rescue us. What a contrast. Satan can't stop that. When somebody's saved and go into Christ's kingdom, he can't do anything about it. It makes him mad. And he will continue to torture believers as long as he can to get us to stumble and fall. And now we're qualified for his kingdom, not the kingdom of wrath. And we share an inheritance in that kingdom. It's all because of Jesus who shed his blood on the cross. Like the Casting Crown song says, It's all because of Jesus I'm alive. It's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And here is that, uh, I said it started dark, which it did, and here you can't get any brighter than this. The light, Jesus Christ, will never dim. The sun in the sky will no longer ever be needed. In Revelation 21, 23 and 24, It says the city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives its light and the lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. Amazing. No more searchlights, flashlights, these things. Lighthouses won't be any need for those. For Christ is going to light everything brightly. And like Dean said this last week, and it fits again today, we're going to see him clearly, not through a glass darkly. And there'll be no more COVID, no more masks, no more eyeglasses. And the last verse, Revelation 22.5, another no more. There will be no more night. There will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. Amen. And then my my wonderful wife, I give, I always do a a rough draft of this yesterday. She, uh, she said, this is an old song that fits perfectly. It's called, Walk in the light, walk in the light, and thou shalt know that fellowship of love his spirit can only bestow. Who reigns in light above, walk in the light, and thou shalt find 
thy heart truly his, made truly his, who dwells in the cloudness, light enshrined, in whom no darkness is. Walk in the light and sin shall never defile again. The blood of Jesus Christ shall cleanse thee from every sin. Walk in the light and in the tomb no fearful shade shall wear. The glory shall dispel the gloom for Christ has conquered there. Walk in the light and thou shalt own thy darkness passed away because that light had on thee shone in which a perfect is a perfect day. Walk in the light. Thy paths shall be serene and clear and bright. For by God's grace shall dwell in thee, and God himself is light. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for, uh, for all us believers who you have rescued from the dominion of darkness. Lord, we were destined for wrath and now have a, a glorious future in your kingdom of light, Lord, for, the, for eternity. We, we thank you for the, the saints who could not make it here today. We pray for them and I pray for uh, Sherry. We pray for Lift Up Sylvia, who is um, having uh, joint pain. We pray for the procedures coming up for her as well. And uh, again, we just pray for this, this virus, that it would be uh, stamped out soon. And pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.